0: Football is a game of aesthetics. It's all about what does it look like. Football is a game of tradition. The man who wins the penalty can't take it. (laughs) Football is a game of
1: passion. Ah, Bollocks! Villa have scored. And that is why we love it.
0: <laughs> Fuck me, why is this stupid game back? I think that was a real low point for me in my life.
1: It's time to turn the volume down.
0: Goals scored by new signings are the only ones that count. Penalties don't count. And Mamadou Saki having an, an absolute howler, that doesn't count either. The worst 90 minutes of football <laughs> in Premier League history. He's a oh, fraud. Zidane's a fraud. Everyone's favourite statistical fraud. Brendan Rodgers. All by the aesthetics, that's what I like to see. That is just a bit of stat padding.
1: Individual sport masquerading as a team game.
0: Look at his Instagram, he's the ultimate feeder. in the
1: BBC Sport decided to advertise their TikTok account. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> it just doesn't get any better, it?
0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Under the Floodlights, and everything's coming up, Bailey, as Amanda Staveley's operating software tries to compute why Newcastle still haven't won it Under the Saudis. Liverpool draw at home against an impressive Brighton. Wilfred Zaha and Conor Gallagher stunned the Eddie had. Aaron Ramsdale gets his fair share of headlines, and is the Ringland bump back? With me as always to discuss this soul-deadening, evil, and gorgeous game is Chris <laughs> Ringland. How are you?
1: Pablo Fornells. Pablo Fornells. Pablo Fornells.
0: Yeah, this is the big issue now. Pablo morning, <laughs> <Fornells>. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my days this, Like later in the evening, and it gave us all a bit of breathing space. Uh, see, now that this is done straight after
1: the, I, the four o'clock game. As I say before, I love how this was Villa again because, as uh, our regular listeners will be aware, in the intro theme, whatever we call it, to the pod, it was Villa scoring against West Ham, which made the the cut <laughs> one time. So it was good to see that it was Villa that we smashed today. Yeah,
0: Villa got absolutely tanked. Villa have not well, beaten in their last in their last four. Well, yeah. In what what I remember today
1: is the, the David Cameron Derby. Oh, I, I, look, I saw people bringing that up. That that like that was just David Cameron attempting to be in touch. <laughs> yeah, like you know, and, and then he forgot he supposed. You know, it's a, it's no airtime for me now. Nah. Well,
0: which way round was it? He's a Villa fan, but forgot. I mean, it was like yeah. a West Ham playing the same colours. I support them or something. Yeah. But yeah, just to, just to get into the game. <clears throat> uh, our early goal for the Hammers from an unlikely source. Oh, ben Johnson.
1: Ben, ben Johnson has been completely under the radar. Unreal this season. He was keeping Vladimir Kufel out of the side. Um, and he is 21 now and... Uh, Can play right back, left back, and um, yeah, the best thing about it was a celebration, Billy. I don't know what you thought of that. Well, I
0: I didn't say a celebration, I'll be honest, I'm waiting to hear from you what it was. All I kept thinking about with the guy is as soon as he scored, I was like, where, like, what passport can he claim? Because um, he's looking at the guy on the other side of the pitch, Matty Cash, who's now Polish. Yeah. Yes. You know, John, Johnson has to do something similar here.
1: There was a few pulling flags I noticed in the crowd. And there was also a few uh, Matty Cash for England chants uh, in the crowd. Um, ben Johnson's also, well, I don't know if it's famous or not, but he is the cousin of um, Lily King, the okay. Spurs legend and... Paul Parker, who is nephew of Paul Parker, who used to play for Man United in England. Um, I think he was one of the um, one of the first black players to play for England. He um, he does commentary sometimes, I think, as well. Um, that he is his uh, nephew as well. Um, so uh, Ben's Ben's done great.
0: Yeah, well, so Ben Ben scores, and then. Uh... Followed up by twenty minutes later, but an Ollie Watkins goal. You're thinking at stage no. late night Sunday afternoon game. You know this could be a tight affair. No. Then West Ham just start run riot. Uh, Declan Rice scores. Uh, because Emmy Martinez just couldn't see the football.
1: Yeah. Uh, I actually, you know, I actually thought based on the first half, even Villa scored, I was like, we're still going to win this. Like the way Villa were playing. Um. Yeah. Um. One of the guys today,
0: uh, Ezri Konsa gets himself sent off after <laughs> what was a lengthy VAR.
1: Check. Yeah, I, I mean, the, I mean, House who elbowed four 0 I that was more of a red card, to be honest. But, um, but as well, uh, Billy uh, Emmy Buendia, who back in the day when Norwich were last in the Premier League, was in everybody's fantasy team. Uh, he's had. Please don't uh, mention them. <laughs> um, uh, uh, and we we'll take club from East Anglia. Um, he <laughs> he. Villa, do you know how much Villa spent on him? It was over thirty mil, it's wasn't it? Thirty eight million. <laughs> no, 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 I think he's a decent player, but he's had a rough start. Um, to be honest, like that's no, just the market now, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know why Dings wasn't playing. I didn't hear, but I actually thought the best player for Villa was um, Marvelous Nakamba in midfield, who was absolutely booting us um, several yes, times. Yes
0: and no. I thought he had a reasonable game, except for whenever Villa were down to ten men. And there was a point where they were down with ten men, where they were playing decent stuff. Yeah. they didn't look like a team of ten men. And Manny Cash makes a belt and run down oh, the right hand yeah. side, and he completely missed them. And it like it went so far behind him, straight for yeah. throw-in. I was like, that, that's that's something I would do, not <laughs> no, someone a totally. Premier League
1: level. Yeah. Um. Mm. So, uh, so Billy, what what's what's your thoughts on on? What's what's the future for West Ham now? I'm still so confused by West Ham because
0: oh, yeah. I I was thinking this before the pod table um, looks lovely right now. Well, I'm genuinely from what I've watched this season, West Ham are the fourth best team in the country. Absolutely, yeah. But Thursday night football has to catch up with it. So oh, you you think it would? You think it would? It has to though. Like, oh this, this, well. This can't be sustained. I can't have you playing every Sunday and just getting away. Billy, we're a
1: Sunday it. team now. It's great. I know it. It
0: kills me that you're a Sunday team, like without fail. And is are always on TV as well now?
1: We, we actually have been on. T- we're basically on TV every week. It's... Ch- it's Chelsea, good.
0: Liverpool, Man City all played at three in the afternoon on <laughs> West Ham. West Ham, Norwich, and Leeds get the play on Super yeah, Sunday. I don't know who booked that to be honest, but yeah. It's an obviously disgrace, but yeah, the Hammers, like, towards the end, just ran away with it. The 4-0's goal, oh, the and nice. goal, both of them very similar in that yeah, yeah. Villa just chasing back and not enough men getting there and looked a bit lazy. And mm. The 4-0's goal especially, because it was saved initially. Uh, yeah. He, he's just there to, to bank it in. Yes, yeah. And especially by the time the and goal went then Villa Park was empty.
1: Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I their support was really weird kind of Through They went from like not singing at all to like, like I've never seen a tackle from a player get so much like, you know, applause for those Nakamba. When <laughs> I was like, all right, you know, uh, but yeah, pump them. It's great. Yeah. yeah you, you just need something
0: like that on a Sunday night. I did notice the, the away end. There was a new barrier in front of the
1: <laughs> fans. <laughs> they were very loud the whole game. Yeah. To be uh, fair. Yeah. Like,
0: and that's some trip on a Sunday night as well for for the Hammers,
1: the bo- the boys, the absolute boys. Uh, but but I, I was saying you um, during the week, Bailey, um uh, I, <laughs> You you were kind of calling me out for it a little bit. That I thought I was doing a bit of gatekeeping uh cause... you
0: are starting the gatekeep and
1: <laughs> west ham I've, I've, I've just i've just noticed you know a little bit there's a lot of instagram stories of people i know who live in london they're just um you know I, I like all part two of them i think it's, you know, it's great it's my club um a lot of people just go into the, the odd west ham game here and there um you know that wouldn't have done a few years back yeah you know? w- wouldn't have done a month ago you know uh <laughs> Um, it's but, but but you know all power to but it's, it's great you
0: know no because i'm very similar to you i'm one of these people because i sit and watch every game it's like if you haven't suffered at the level i have suffered with it's, this thing you don't deserve to
1: go it's just like if you if you go through avram grant and <laughs> yeah if you go through the championship and you go through pellegrini you know like <laughs> you know that, that that it's a bit different you
0: know yeah, there should be like a thing with tickets that come. It's like a it's a quiz on Sam Allardyce, I think <laughs> should come with it. And if you can get above like a certain percent then you're actually allowed to go to the game. Yeah, if not, brilliant. if you're only there because West Ham are now top four team and playing Europa League football. Brilliant. Get yourself out. Absolutely. Yeah. But now I'm saying I'm saying this that West Ham, I think from what I've watched, are the fourth best team in the country. Where realistically are you now aiming? Are you Champions, League. Champ- Champions League? Absolutely. Or Champions League are bust.
1: Well, well, not or well, not or bust. I, 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 genuinely think there's a chance we could win the Europa League. Like, I'm not just saying that. Like, there's absolutely no reason why not. Um, the Europa League's really weird though because you know the third place Champions League teams come into it, and then it's just basically a toss up. Um, yeah,
0: instead of playing like Dynamo Zagreb, you're playing some half decent <laughs> team from Portugal or Listen, something.
1: Dynamo Zagreb scored th- four against Spurs or something last season, but yeah, we pump them. But but yeah, I mean, like. Man United, Arsenal, Brighton, Spurs, Everton, Leicester are the teams below us. I mean, there's absolutely no reason why we can't genuinely push for Champions League.
0: Fair. I I think it's interesting that you're thinking top four, but also winning Europa League. I don't (sighs) think the two, I think they're mutually exclusive. I don't think you can do
1: both. (laughs) Listen, just just you wait, Billy.
0: I think decisions will have to be made at some point.
1: See if we see if we finish top four and win the Europa League, Billy. Really. What what does that do to David Moyes' reputation? Oh, well, he has to get the United job. <laughs> mm. <laughs> mm. I just wanted to see what
0: would come out of that.
1: Don't know. Yeah. Interesting. Mm. Yeah, Jesse Jesse will come in January anyway. So yeah, based
0: on what you've been saying in a lot of conversations, he'll get a knighthood. But. <laughs> Uh, yeah. But then on the team that uh, you did mention, uh, that Dynamo Zagreb beat. Ooh. I mean, anyone, anyone could beat this slot as Ooh. Man United uh, find a bit of form after last weekend, uh, with the ideal fixture after getting pumped, and that is Spurs away.
1: Um, yes, I should we should say Billy that as we speak, uh, the Athletic are reporting that Paulo Fan Fonseca who, from my understanding, was actually being tapped up to be the new Newcastle manager. I, but I we'll thought, get yeah, we'll I thought he was on the town side. And uh, Paolo Fonseca was also the, I think, fourth choice manager in the summer who also turned Spurs down or something. <laughs> um, is Apparently, there's talks where he is being lined up to replace Nuno by this evening. So we'll see where that goes.
0: Well, based on the way this game went, Nuno should have just walked because this was pathetic from Tottenham. You're playing a Man United team who have been talked about for six days constantly. Highlights highlights of games on a Sunday don't get shown every day on Sky Sports News, except for this week. Yeah. It was unbearable what was going on. Because everyone else, every other half-decent team was playing Carabao Cup. So yeah. at least they had that to get last weekend's results out of their system. United just had to sit and wait to play Tottenham and crucify them.
1: But I mean, I think Nuno's biggest mistake was during the week, where I'm sure it was just like in response to a journalist question or something. But for some reason, set 16 games in at that stage, he decided to absolutely cut through, go for Delhi Ali and Harry Winks, um, by saying that the the you know the players who haven't been picked need to step up. Basically, meanwhile he plays Harry Kane up front, who has been mm-hmm. you know Interesting. pathetic up front this season. No,
0: absolutely. Like the guy looks unfit, disinterested. He's I, not I, I, I think
1: it's more disinterested than um,
0: unfit. To be honest, I, I think the two go hand in hand. You know, he's kind of he came back from the summer so late. He is, he is just his heads away. He doesn't want to be there, and everything just is. It's starting to snowball. Son Hyun Min, who I feel
1: so sorry for. Oh, yeah, Son's sounds incredible. Yeah,
0: Son like. I said this earlier on in the year, like his legacy is now bigger than Kane's. And this guy recently oh. signed like a long-term deal as well mm. because he's that committed to the club and just has yeah. a
1: dumpster fire going on around him. <laughs> um, my issue with all this, Bailey, though, to be fair, to be fair to Nuno and to be fair to some of the players, um, Daniel Levy would never be humble enough to admit that this is his fault. That oh, he has, no,
0: this definitely isn't his fault. This no, 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 is no, no. Every no. No, no, is no, no. no. Fault, he
1: no, be like he ran this club into the ground to, to build that stadium. Yeah, he sacked to to get some NFL in every year <laughs> Brentford built a brand new stadium, the exact same capacity, seventeen thousand um, down the road, um, completely sustainable. Know where they're going on the up. Probably will be pushing for Europe in the next couple of years. Where on earth Spurs going?
0: Yeah, especially with Nuno. If Nuno does go, which I think he should, because they had no identity at the weekend. And the only thing you can say about Spurs every time is, as you say, they've got a cracking stadium. It's great to see. It's great to go there and play football. But there's just there's no sort of plan in place to be like, we're going to be Premier League champions in five years or we're aiming to be a Champions League semi-finalist club consistently in however many years this is a group of players who did reach the Champions League final who have are now just on the other side of that mountain.
1: Yeah, they're still living they, off it.
0: Yeah, they're just going on a downward slope of people who don't... Like, looking at the squad, Kane's been there, Son has been there, Dyer, uh, you talk there about Delhi Alley. they've all been there since that fake run they took at the Premier League in 2016. <laughs> There's just no freshness about it. There's no one coming... There's been very few Spurs signings over the past load of years where it's
1: been genuinely
0: exciting and you're going oh no Spurs are going to be great
1: but but this is why I think it's Daniel Levy. I'm like that like I mean Billy that manager search in the summer was a complete embarrassment yeah
0: and it's just going to get worse because they're just going to do it again and there's one manager I think he should have gone for and it's Graham Potter
1: well yeah I do agree with that yeah Graham
0: Potter would suit what um, would suit what Spurs want and, and especially with these kind of this quality of player and what the fans are clearly screaming out for. The fans don't care if you lose at Spurs because they're used to it. at least just play something half-decent and have a bit of identity about you. Yeah, it, uh, it was way... You... Top of any list. Fonseca, I don't know anything about the guy, but I'm going to yeah. be honest, another Portuguese manager
1: coming in, uh, just based purely on stereotypes, I don't think <laughs> he'll do a job. <laughs> it's a new, the new Bruno Lage. Um, uh, on to uh, United though, Bailey, I think Ole has some serious squad rotation issues ahead. I mean, if he has to be so desperate to play three centre backs, and the way and the, like the the formation that he did, and play Cavalli and Ronaldo up front, um, like I, you know, I, I said it before, Billy, but Sancho <laughs> who? like what what's ha- what's happening? Like who? <laughs> What's I, about, I've told you. It's, and, it's... Like, like I love Edison Cavani. Like, I think I think he's unbelievable. But I, I just like I, I don't know how Ole keeps that squad happy at all. I, you know, it's it's yeah, great. Camp. Great to see that after he told David Moyes that Jesse Lingard was in his first team plans over the summer <laughs> and therefore wouldn't sell him, that he's holding to that. Um, like, it, I it was also good to see Billy that uh, Roy Keane was in the studio.
0: Yeah, Roy lay in the United before this game. It was, like, it was one of the, Roy's best performances. It <laughs> was great, yeah. Because you could tell he'd been working on it for days. Yeah, for a yeah. Like, he'd done his <laughs> Wayne Maguire impression. Like, he'd done his robot <laughs> voice, which you never get out of that guy. Uh, Pure comedy gold. Yeah. Looking at the formation, I don't think it suits Man United. Yes, I know they won this game, but... I've watched a team play this formation very well for twelve months, and I do not think this team are comfortable in it at well, all. But, I don't but, see... but it was a
1: it was a desperate formation, Billy. It was a desperate. We cannot lose this match. Formation.
0: There's a difference between what Chelsea do with this kind of formation, where it's very front foot and it's like constantly win the ball back and recycle, and the five at the back United played where it was like we're going to sit deep let you come on you're not going to score and then we'll counter attack a couple of times yeah Varela McGuire, Lindelof ball playing wise are not good enough for this formation Uh, Harry Maguire on the left of it Luke Shaw to the side of him that's trouble I'll Uh, be honest (laughs)
1: I actually thought wan did quite well because I, I,
0: I thought Wan-Bissaka suited it, and I thought Shaw suited it very well. Yeah, but beyond that, I, didn't, I don't think this is the formation for these guys going forward. Because
1: there is there is that weird thing. Well, I find it weird anyway that everybody says that wan Basaka can't go forward, but I don't really know where yeah, that's coming from. To
0: get in the box, it's but, just.
1: But, but I mean, but like, I mean, I, I watched that match. I, I know it was Spurs, but like, he had Ben Davis on. Sauce, like yeah, it's different as well. Once you
0: start playing as a wing back rather than just a night well, it is, yeah. because, it is yeah because you know yeah. there's a bit more space down those sides and yeah, especially with Fernandes, Cavani, and Ronaldo picking up spaces, there probably is a bit more room for him to run into. And yeah, Ben uh, d- yeah,
1: that stinker. Yeah, uh, yeah. After being brought in, um, I, I was also ha- I was also thinking after gonna be Like, I was thinking about David De Gea's legacy at Man United. I was just like, you know, okay. like. Like he will be remembered as if he wasn't there for the past decade. Literally, worry where would United be? Like, honestly, he's another one that doesn't suit this formation. <laughs> well, yeah, it, like he didn't start as a ball playing keeper. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's just he's not got that quickness about his passing that you need for this formation to be yeah. top class again. There is a difference, the United did win this game, but there's a difference between what Chelsea, Brentford and even uh, Sheffield United did yeah. for a couple of years three at the back <laughs> to what Man United did. Man United played more like Newcastle did with their five at the back rather than what those three do.
1: Oh, The, the Newcastle five at the back is one of the worst things to watch in the Premier uh, League. Dreadful. <laughs> but
0: one of the best things to watch is uh, Chris El Ronaldo's finishing at times, Chris. Oh. <laughs> uh, f- first goal, crack and finish. Yeah offside goal even better finish. Oh, the, yeah,
1: the offside goal was absolutely beautiful
0: <laughs> and honestly I nearly took a net off I could not believe the power he got behind that okay. yeah it deserves so much more uh, and then one thing Gary Neville absolutely loved was Edison Cavani's goal <laughs> he, he, he called it world class like, <laughs> and, and Gary said it before if we're going to start chucking out world class for things like this yes. you know everything's going to be world class to the point where it's just going to run out of meaning
1: it's it's the guy's hair Billy like,
0: <laughs> like, like, how, like how do you get hair like that he, he's, he's very like a WWE wrestler with like <laughs> <guys>. it's, like, <laughs> it's always wet he,
1: he's, he's, like John, he's like John Morrison
0: yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's got that. He's got that vibe. To him. <laughs> <laughs> the headband as well.
1: The guy's out was absolutely chiseled. Um, when he's like taking his shirt off when he celebrated, or at least he used to be back in the day.
0: That's what doing all that ballet does for you. That's what keeps ballet fit in the off season. Yeah, that's what kept him fit coming in the what, last cabana? season. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Remember he was he, he was a free agent for forever, what? and then you know, I picked him up quite late. And he said the the thing that was keeping me fit was doing ballet, and he like showed photos and everything. Really yeah he was getting involved and then yeah at the end the guy who should stick the football uh, oh, wow. was assisted by 100 year old Nemanja Matic, um, <laughs> the and oil Madich, tanker honestly the guy is a f- <laughs> the guy's a dinosaur at this
1: point uh, I because I, I, I was like oh, oh they're making this up oh sure this will be Jason Sands for now <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, United did. They they jump back up at Chris, but I'm looking at the next load of fixtures, especially as I say. I don't think this is the formation for them. Oh uh, no, it's it's definitely not. Yeah. They play Atlanta away and then uh, they are at home to Man City next Saturday lunchtime. Yeah. They like they, they can't play the way they did against Spurs against either of those, I'll be honest.
1: Yeah, well, even Atlanta. yeah. Um yeah, I think Atlanta play that. The similar formation but they do differently to everyone really in Europe um but yeah against City that would be quite funny yeah
0: yeah and then there after that after the break they they're away to Watford which they'll be all right that's Watford. Watford uh but then but then away to Villarreal here a half-decent team and then away to Chelsea who if they try and match us up with that formation we'll see they'll I mean, have no, had time to work on it by then but mm. it'll be interesting to see where it goes if this revival again
1: it's Tottenham uh yeah, uh, they just just do my head in.
0: Which one, Tottenham
1: or Man United? Oh, sorry,
0: Tottenham. <laughs> fair, no. Tottenham, Tottenham are a nothing club at this point. But to be fair, what they're doing at the moment, and they did this a few years ago, uh, they've not drawn a game this season. They're 5-5. Five five, so. Oh, one of them.
1: I, I've just noticed <laughs> as well, Billy, that um, Chelsea have scored 26 goals. West Ham has scored 20. Tottenham scored nine goals this season. And also,
0: look if you look at Nuno's like first half stats, hmm. Potnam do not score, or and Wol- Wolves didn't either. They don't score in the first forty five minutes; they're terrified to. They'll only do it in the second half.
1: Burnley actually have a better goal difference, and they currently sit eighteenth. <laughs> well, Bizarre. after
0: this weekend, um, Burnley were flying. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> But we'll get into another game uh, with uh, plenty of goals. The Liverpool Brighton game, Chris. Uh, this was one of these. Yeah. Uh, thank you, Brighton, because I this my Saturday afternoon was amazing.
1: Uh, like, um, mm, I, I kind of missed or spoke this.
0: You did, Mister. Speak this game. So mm. Liverpool were 2-0 up, and I actually think did, the third, the, th- did th- the Mane, third one, the Mane was Mane in. goal went in. It was right. in when I sent the message. Yeah, so the third one went in. It came off Mané's hand, but Chris said, "Oh yeah, Brighton are good." <laughs> and w- what what happens is the forty first minute, uh, Brighton score through uh, Mwepu. Hopefully, I get that right. <sighs> that uh, goal was so stupid.
1: Like people were like, was, that's, but, an un- "That's an unbelievable goal." That, that was not a good goal. Like no, that's The honest. sun
0: was like so in Alison's eyes as well. Yeah, it was. It was like the perfect time of day for that goal to happen. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Liverpool 2-0 up, uh, Jordan Henderson scores, uh, Salah assist, uh, because everyone who plays fantasy football needs to know that. <laughs> uh, Alex Oxley chamberlain came on, and great cross-in for Mane's goal, but he only came on because Naby Keita, who went off on a stretcher last weekend,
1: yeah, played I, yeah. and went off with a hamstring injury. Uh, yeah, and the listeners, if they listen carefully, remember that I said I actually wasn't that bad. And look, I was right. Did she get me on that doctor's account on Twitter? You were talking about the other week. Honestly, oh, that
0: guy's winding me up. He's now got the the NBA on the go, so he's he's got like a hundred teams to talk about and like hundred player injuries. It's
1: a melt. <laughs> yeah, uh, it was a shame, so, yeah. Billy, that uh, Robert Sanchez obviously didn't kiss the post before the start of this game.
0: Well, unfortunately, because it was at three o'clock, I wasn't able to see. But yeah. <laughs> doing, doing all of that, I I think clearly the the kiss in the post didn't work last weekend, so he probably has chucked it out. And this weekend, it did work because as soon as Liverpool had the third disallowed, the game
1: changed. Uh, yeah, I um, even though this result really annoyed me, it also I also kind of loved it because like like Liverpool was so casual, like it, it it's and the thing like I I love. Well, love, well, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I love Klopp. I guess
0: up, up, upgrade it to a love. Yeah, yeah
1: I, I, I guess I love Klopp and kind of who he is and stuff. But but I hate the smiley does whenever they can see the goal, as if they're like, <laughs> oh, you know, well, of course we should be winning. You know, like I, I kind of loved how they drew after, like some of the celebrations of the goals. And like, when does it come to the point, Billy, when we can be critical of Virgil Van Dijk? I don't think we can yet
0: because he was playing alongside a guy and I wanted to bring him up in oh, oh, who... Got me some points,
1: Canate, but yeah. He was fourth choice at Leipzig. Was he?
0: Uh, yeah, and I, do, I think that there's definitely potential in the guy, but... If, You look at Upe Meccano, who was at Leipzig at the time, and I remember an ex-podcast host uh, mentioning this about Upe Meccano, (laughs) that he had errors in his game when he played Liverpool last season. If this guy was this far behind him, (laughs) there's errors in this guy's game. And the amount of times this guy was pushing up the pitch, and out of position, leaving Van Dijk and Robertson in a lot of bother. Mm. did cause a
1: few goals, especially against the Brighton team, who were were looking good. Yeah, I don't know, because I just feel like like you know players have come back from b- bad injuries, and, you know like you know Danny Iings's example, you know, yeah, got better as, you know like I, I know it's only like 10 games in, but and it's well at the end of the game Billy, um hipster Potter then said, oh I love the performance when, when is when has Grand Potter ever not loved Brighton's performance? can you can you what, tell me
0: just whenever they lose on XG? Doesn't matter. They're now they're now outperforming perform, their XG. He's loving life there. Yeah, they're in the hunt. If you think West Ham are doing well this season, Chris Brighton, Brighton are sixteen points. They're doing all right.
1: I do, Yeah, I mean, like, I'm not. You know, based on the XG, I'm not sure it's that sustainable for like a top four push. But yeah. Uh, so and like
0: again, that's one of the reasons that, I love football is that. At one end of the pitch, you can have a Virgil van Dyke, uh, back to, and then the other end of the pitch, you have Shane Duffy and Lewis Dunn. <laughs> you know, Shane Duffy who couldn't hack in at Celtic last season and is now having a pretty good year
1: more than good, yeah. So, so,
0: we'll see how both get on. But Liverpool drawing at home Saturday afternoon was was a great thing in my day, yeah, it was great. And then to make it even better, uh, I look up the Man- Manchester City result and I have to apologise to Patrick Vera.
1: Oh, yes, I, you 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 wrote him off like like very early, very 45 early.
0: 45 minutes in, 45 <laughs> minutes the season, I was done with him. I said he should have got sacked. You said he's the name. next Frank de Boer. <laughs> Honestly, I thought he'd be gone by now. Um, but he, he has yeah.
1: turned this franchise around. This is my favourite result of the season so far of any game for so many reasons, yeah. Uh, Man City early on, <laughs>
0: uh, big error from Imeric Laporte uh, oh. gets ca- gets caught out massively by Conor Gallier. Wilfred Zaha in, scuffs it with his left foot and uh, finds the back of the net.
1: I I think he, if he doesn't scuff it, it doesn't go in. Just really annoying. Oh yeah, No, I know what you mean. Like, why does like Pep changes the centre backs like every game? Have you noticed this? He's like, got fifty of them. <laughs> Um and to be fair I also never thought I would see Kevin De Bruyne get subbed for John Stones <laughs> uh, that, was, that was that was interesting
0: yeah that's a dark day in uh, KDB's life you know
1: but, but tell me as well Billy when was the last time you seen a referee have the balls at the Eddie had to send off a player like that and like not care about the fans around him like
0: I was stunned and John that whole decision even worse was Kyle Walker was straight over with that- <laughs> And the commentator's done it as well. It's like, oh, but Kel Walker's pace could have gone back there. It's like, wise up. He's in one-on-one. He had, he had to go. I'm Eric Laporte.
1: Yeah. No, he did Um uh, Yeah.
0: Right, elsewhere in this game, Chris, uh, player of the season, again, can't stop, won't stop, Connor Gallagher. <laughs> I, I don't know what the future is for Connor Gallagher because... Player. I was ready uh, to announce on the podcast that Conor Gallagher is this season's on-the-plane pick for me. <laughs> Conor Gallagher is going to... He is... There's a lot of trouble with the Qatar World Cup and everything. Mm. Conor Gallagher is the most hard-done-by person ever by that World Cup, being the time of year that it is. If that World Cup was well, in summer, Conor Gallagher would still, be in that team. Well, he's he's not still gonna, got a chance. He's still got he's a not chance. Gonna, no, because he'll be back at Chelsea not playing. He's not going to make it.
1: Uh, maybe I, I mean I, what I love about Crystal Palace is the fact that well like, I mean Vieira has changed the team but also the fact that James MacArthur leads them out and that uh, Jordan Ayu still plays every match from the start again Jordan
0: Ayews a love Celso type isn't he Just,
1: I mean he plays every game like <laughs> he must do something that we're missing I don't know <laughs> Like, <laughs> he must be class and training uh, but but also but like we should point out there would be like um, if people aren't aware like like Patrick Vieira finished his playing career at Man City. And part of the reason for that was because then he, he then was like put through kind of the coaching pathway, whatever the city group is or whatever. Yeah. He'd done in New York, didn't he? Yeah. He managed the New York city team and then managed Nice. Um, So, he, so he is like kind of, you know, Institutionalized by by City as well, but yeah, strange
0: strange afternoon for Man City. Just another one of those afternoons where you're like, if Harry Kane were up top here, well, what what could they have done? Their their best chances both fell to Rodri, of all people. Rodri, yeah, Which being surprising that Pequeno actually played a defensive midfielder, but
1: mm.
0: yeah, Man, Man City don't win at home. I think it was like their first defeat, but in like fifty. At really? At three o'clock on a Saturday? <laughs> at that time, stop because they play it so, like, they don't play. Yeah, that was time. that like 10 count. years ago? Yeah. It probably was, yeah, you're probably.
1: <laughs> probably the, the Shakes haven't been there that long. Was that the time they lost 8 0 to Middlesbrough at home on the final day of the season <laughs> on Sven goran Eriksson's last game?
0: It's probably not far
1: off. Stuart Downing scored about five. <laughs> yeah,
0: I think massive credit just to. Uh, Vera, just the way I'm looking at this team now Zaha, uh, Edward, Gallagher and who came on who was elected
1: oh, it looks good yeah uh, where's your lad Eze? Uh, yeah I think he might be injured yeah because like because they all can't start obviously
0: yeah because that's going to be an interesting thing it's going to be similar to what we were saying about Man United of like, yeah. how do you fit these lads in
1: yeah um, there, there was also um, this week I don't know if you you picked up that uh, Crystal Palace were opening their new training ground this week um and uh, did,
0: did not see this. This this was not on my radar.
1: <laughs> well, well it, it was just funny because the the kind of the kind of footage that came out from it. So, um, so Southgate came and cut the ribbon, you know, because he's um, Palace is like his his team kind of. Or I was thinking because yeah, he's well known for picking Palace players for England. <laughs> well, well, he uh, I think Palace he played more for Palace than um, other teams, but but then like Pardew was there. He'd flown in from Sofia from in Bulgaria, obviously. <laughs> Um, where he's the director of football, and uh, I
0: love the idea of Alan getting that call. Yeah, and like I'm going, I have an actual job here,
1: but I'll be on the first flight over. When do you need me, boys? Yeah, Parji was there, and uh, Roy was there. So, uh, so that's all the that's lads' nice. were in. Yep. That's nice. Roy got a wee gay out, and uh, Patrick was just kind of standing in the background. So, um, yeah, because yeah. that's that's a weird thing as a manager
0: to have like
1: two exes up here. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a bit like when you know when it's so like when Boris has to do some like state thing and then there's like David Cameron and Theresa May have to walk about behind yeah. him. It's all a bit It's old, like you, you know? used to
0: be this person, but yeah. you're not anymore. What's
1: yeah. What's the point of this? But yeah, that
0: that result uh, helped out massively. Tommy took alls Chelsea. <laughs>
1: Um, yeah, Newcastle are a bad lot, Bailey. Really.
0: Yeah, absolutely delighted to absolutely kill a man of the lot of and Honestly, how, like... The, the, how many years is it going to take them to catch up to the level at Chelsea, right? the,
1: that, that The football in that game really was... Now, the the chat is, Bailey, really, because um, he was at the uh, Women's Euros draw, um, whether that was to represent Belgium or not, uh, Roberto Martinez is apparently in the, in the UK for talks. Oh, uh for... to be
0: honest, Roberto, as Belgium manager, you only have, you can go to any game you want to watch. You can sit up with your feet up for like four weeks mm. at a time. Uh, go out and manage two games with a pretty good team. Yeah,
1: do, I, I, do I, that. Yeah. Don't don't
0: come here. Like, I... You do not want to go up to St James's Park and try and get
1: a performance out of this bad lot. I actually watched the um, bizarre documentary that was made before the Euros um, of like Roberto Martinez at the Belgian squad manager role, right? Where they kind of go to his house in Bruges or whatever, and uh, and say hello to his wife and kids, and then watch him like in a, in a, like working in his office, basically. Again, too many
0: football documentaries.
1: <laughs> um, I can't really remember off the top of my head why it was interesting but it, but it was um, so <laughs> well I think that sums the
0: difference anyway <laughs> everyone listening to this is going to be rushing out to watch
1: <laughs> I, 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 can't, I can't build it up as much as when Eagles dare but uh, yeah. I don't even remember what it was called <laughs> to be honest
0: the guy won the FA Cup nine years ago and has done nothing in the game since oh, he was the manager
1: of the FA Cup yeah
0: yeah, and consistently on their at the national level but yeah uh, Roberto do not come anywhere near this time because they are stinking reese james now uh runs ahead as chelsea's top goal scorer for the season with four that's hilarious yeah uh, thomas Tuchel described uh <laughs> described his technique as he shoots like a horse <laughs> now i've not seen a horse shoot but it does not go the way reese james <laughs> goes because again his first strike's good on his left peg the second strike is hilarious the yeah. way it goes in because Loftus-Cheek has a strike Darlow's on the ground already and Reese james has the entire net, yeah. net and absolutely batters the football in the back of the net
1: and I, I know it's because the Chelsea the away fans at St James's Park are always like up in the rafters for some reason oh uh, they're a
0: million miles but, away
1: but he, he, like, he was he was celebrating like right in front of the Newcastle fans both times <laughs> so, yeah yeah
0: is the way around the place. And then, yeah, Chelsea get a get a late penalty. Kai Havertz tripped by Carl Darlow. Bad oh, afternoon yeah. for him. Jorginho has changed his technique,
1: have you noticed? Uh Yeah, no, I, I have, actually, yeah. Um, just, just seems to be a bit more quicker, just a bit more zip to it. No, he's, oh, to be fair, he's a great player, yeah.
0: I, I think it's just one of those. It's come from, there's been a few, like, shootout saves from him. Uh Yeah. Um, you know, like in the Euros. He, he was had, never missing one again. Yeah, he had a couple for Chelsea. I think he has just added that bit more zip. It's just right at the end. It's not as slow and it's put a few keepers off. But I was actually annoyed Reese didn't step up and take it. I think he was offered it apparently. Oh was he? And yeah, but he said no, he he respect the hierarchy of it. he right. was allowed to take it. But I thought Reese, go out and get yourself a hat trick lad. That would be but wild, yeah but yeah uh, fullbacks in a way ago. Thomas Tuchel even joked after the game that he's going to pick Timo Werner and uh, Lukaku <laughs> left and right back uh, going forward but yeah great to see uh, the most deserving supporters in the world leaving early as well you know, <laughs> cause they, they, they deserve to win the managerial lottery and all that nonsense but they can't support their team and dear. it was Ashley's fault it was the manager's <laughs> fault uh, it's all changed and your team still stink so, City uh, is so in the
1: championship. I, I did say that apparently they have appointed um, for their for their youth academy the guy who's been at the Sunderland academy for twenty five years. <laughs> um, who's Sunderland produced. Oh, to, to be fair, they they have produced quite a lot of players, but it's just more the fact it was Sunderland, like you know a, any other club that could have gone from.
0: <laughs> well, I was actually reading it out, again an athletic article about how. The North East is actually being taken over in terms of, like, you know, like, those boys clubs, the way they've set up in England, are, like, being heavily scouted by the likes of City, Chelsea, Liverpool. I'm not surprised. Apparently, like, like Newcastle and Sunderland are just... Well, I've met those as well, yeah. Apparently, they're out of their own market. Oh really? Apparently, just top talents are just being eaten up by Chelsea, City, United. Yeah, you know,
1: I, I read something about that about how Villa are doing that against like West Brom, Birmingham, and uh, Wolves apparently as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah it's just interesting it because they said it was like Newcastle United are starting to go global as the rest of the Premier League starts to look inward. Yeah, an interesting read if anyone wants to wants to go into it, but. Uh, Newcastle United. I don't even think of January when they are going to save this lot. I don't I, know. Who, well, it's
1: very well. Like I don't know who the well, bar bar the East Anglian club that won't be named. Um, I I don't know who. Like, well, you know, they will go down. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't know who
0: else it is. Like, I I don't know who's going to turn this around in terms of a player coming in. You know, Tarkovsky was sort of. I, I think of, he will it, come in
1: because he's got I six don't. months left in his contract, but.
0: Again, good player. Ill shorten him up a bit. I think their midfield stinks.
1: Yeah, it's not good. Yeah.
0: Longstaff Hayden. Hayden should have been sent off. Actually, there was a nasty one from him on Christensen. Oh really? That wasn't shown. Uh, I just don't. I don't know what you can do with this Newcastle lot for a good while here. You need yeah. you need five or six lads rather than one or two. Yeah, and especially if uh, Fonseca, as you say, is going to Tottenham. I don't know who's going to come in. <laughs> Yeah, I have no idea what they're going to do. You know, who wants this job? You know, you're going to get a stupid transfer budget, but you're going to be, like, struggling to stay up, you know, and you don't want to be the guy who brings the Saudis down. But it'll be interesting to see Newcastle have currently zero wins, four draws, six losses, and, as you say, only one club who I refuse to talk about below them. Mm. Uh, But yeah, elsewhere, uh, Arsenal quietly in grade four.
1: Uh, Bailey, why is Aaron Ramsdale the best goalkeeper in the Premier League?
0: Right, can we we talk about this? Um, Uh, That free kick save.
1: Unbelievable. Was it? It 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 was unbelievable. Was it? Or was it... How was it not? Because...
0: They killed it by the amount of replays they showed. (laughs) There's one of the replays that's directly behind Madison, and you can see the ball curve towards him, which takes away from it massively.
1: I actually think is saved from Ian Acho. It's far it, Oh, the, yeah, that, that was absolutely classic. But it, it wasn't just that. Be like, 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 the guy's passing is unbelievable.
0: Like, Well, except for that Ian Attrue save where he just well, gave way. the ball away. But, <laughs> but other than that. yeah.
1: But, to, like, and be like, well, how did it gain? The commentator. Oh, is he close to pushing Pickford? Yeah, well, Pickf- Pickford's not the angle number one.
0: Well, he is because he's Southgate's made at this point, so he's not going to be dropped. He... he he Sorry. should be, but he's not gonna be.
1: Like, I, I, I think as well. This it made me laugh so much. Um, because Leicester like bizarrely lose games all the time now. Um, <laughs> Brandon in the interview afterwards, he said Arsenal's goal. Oh well, you know, like there was a file, and then, you know, on Sumare, and then there was a corner, and then there was another corner. And then we can see. But we should defend better. We should defend better.
0: Yeah, how, how far <laughs>
1: back do we want to go with you know, if, uh, go, go, go back to Ranieri at this stage. Yeah, exactly.
0: That's what I'm thinking. He's going to start going back to Pearson.
1: To go, well, well, if he didn't say that uh,
0: you're an ostrich in a press conference, I wouldn't be here right now. You, how, yeah. far do you, how far do I want to change it? But yeah. Uh, it's an alright goal from Gabrielle, but a very good one from Smithrow, who clearly heard my chirp last week. He's a lovely player. As I try to <laughs> do a bit of Mason Mount and fill propaganda. Yeah. Just just alive to the ball, so he was Smithrow, big fan of the guy.
1: No, Arsenal are back, Billy. Really.
0: I do think, front four-wise, I think they should settle on these four. I think ever since Lacazette's come back in the team, they've improved mm. massively.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see on the the eventual all or nothing that comes out about this season about um the behind the scenes when they were like, kind of how that all went down earlier on. Completely forgot about that, actually. Yeah, Seems like yeah. that they're
0: playing all right. You forget that they were a I know.
1: Coming. You kind of want them to go into a crisis again, don't really. you?
0: That's the thing. Whenever Spurs, whenever Spurs did theirs, they kind of just glanced over the crisis part of Poch. Yeah, yeah, which was disappointing. I hope they don't do it with Arsenal because for a few weeks it was toxic there. But they've <laughs> they properly turned that ship around. And fair play to Arteta, because, fair play to Arteta, and also Ramsdale because I was one of the doubters <laughs> like, of Ramsdale. Well, was
1: I I think everybody was
0: like, yeah, it's like he's been relegated, but it wasn't his fault. And I was like, well, he's <laughs> in the team, so it kind of isn't his fault. <laughs> But he, he was top quality in this game. I, I do think that free kick saves overrated. But, but, but I thought, like, but like looking back,
1: he was fantastic. but like looking back, Billy, like, and he actually came from Sheffield United originally. You sort of think, how did that not work? Like the way that he was, he, he's his distribution. The way Sheffield United played, how was that such a disaster? Like, I
0: th- yeah, I think just in general that Sheffield team the year they went down just stunk. Yeah, I think like, just everything went against them, you know, with like injuries and stuff, yeah. so, and they were just completely out of whack. And by that stage, it's tough to turn around. Uh, yeah. But he's come, he's come to the Arsenal. He's finally settled in a bit. There's a few ruby weeks to start. I remember getting the game against Chelsea, I was just very unimpressed with him, but very much turning the tide. Yeah. And it's, it's a strange thing with keepers, whenever they have performances like this, they start to look a bit bigger in the game. <laughs> like I, I always thought, not that I always thought, because I very rarely watched him at Sheffield and stuff, because mm. it was Sheffield, but I remember watching him against Chelsea and I was like, oh, yeah, I know what you, you, mean. You, you can put yeah. the ball past him in yeah. this game. I was like, oh, you're not getting it past him. He's just no. like a wide lad.
1: No, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's great. Yeah.
0: Very interesting. And then one thing we even haven't discussed because we haven't discussed Arsenal in a few weeks, Chris. Uh, ben White. Uh, apologies because we've been saying your name wrong. Uh, Benjamin. He wants
1: to be known as. Yeah, sorry, I noticed this as well. <laughs> Where did this come from? Yeah,
0: uh, no idea. Because surely this has gone on a while. Like he'll have had to have written this down on like official Premier League paperwork. You know, whatever he wants to identify as. Work away. <laughs> yeah, but
1: like, what, yeah, but that's like, if, if but that's American
0: call. It, If a player can call himself Chikorito, he can call himself Benjamin.
1: I I, I was never (laughs) about Chikorito, to be fair. But
0: yeah, and also, just before we go in the the mud and stuff, uh, Johnny Evans had, uh, he was the third in our order, but he was the, the first of the weekend to be in a situation of last man back.
1: Complete, like, it was a rugby tackle. Oh, 100% red card. 100%, yeah. And he somehow stayed on the pitch. It's it's so funny when players react to referees when they clearly know they should be sent off. Yeah. And then they get yellow. Like, he just, like, he just sort of scowled at him and, like, turned away, you know.
0: The other two, you could see people being dragged down. This one from Evans. Ooh, there was a bit of fight to it. hmm it was just very, very nasty, and I cannot believe
1: that, I think it was Michael Oliver ref this game, yeah, that he I'll let see, him yeah. stay on. I, I, I didn't really understand that either, to be honest, yeah.
0: Bizarre, but uh, Leicester not really doing anything so far this season. Like, let's see what happens, let's see what not happens. Not really doing anything, Chris, you uh, a league team, not Let's really see what anything. happens. Let's see indeed, but. They're currently below Everton. Sad. They're also below Tottenham. That tells you. <laughs> oh, dear. We'll leave it on that and go to In The Mud. And it's going to be a big change to In The Mud because normally In The Mud is like, I just want to tear things apart or call someone out and being an idiot. Uh, it's going to be a very respectful uh, In The Mud. Uh, because unfortunately, it's, it's going to be Soccer Saturday uh, because after 25 years at the helm... Jeff Selling is hanging up the boots.
1: Uh, it's, it's dead. It's, tough. it's, it's dead. It's soccer Saturday's dead.
0: One of the worst moments I've had as a football fan. You know, I was getting ready to sit and watch Chelsea Newcastle. <clears> to, <throat> I had a quick like, Soccer Saturday to see what Jeff was saying going on the games. and He said before, before we're going to the team news, I've got some team news of my own. Uh, his quotes were, I've come to an incredibly difficult decision that this will be my last season. This is my decision. There's been no pressure Sky have been absolutely brilliant with me, as they always have been. I'm not intending to retire, but it is time to let someone else have a go at what is the best job in the world. I've loved every moment of my 30 years with Sky, but like every Saturday afternoon, the time eventually comes to blow the final whistle. Mm. I'm proud to have been part of such a winning team for so long and look forward to many more special moments on soccer Saturdays for the rest of the season. And perhaps even another promotion push from Hartlepool United. Hmm. As you say, Chris, this, this programme um, is
1: done. Yeah, I, I think it was exemplified by the fact that he got he then got a bizarre standing ovation from Tim Sherwood that exemplified why Soccer Saturday is dead.
0: Yeah, again, the reason this program stands, the chemistry. And like, as you uh, watched some of them stand up to applaud Jeff, the the kind of like half in and out standing up and applaud from Sherwood.
1: Oh uh, uh, like like it doesn't matter what five of them, it doesn't matter what you thought about them individually. The, f- the five of them were just, it was perfect. Like, It was Saturday lunchtime. You would either sit and watch
0: the first half hour football focus or maybe get in a game depending on who was playing, but you would sit and watch them because... It f- though football focus had were,
1: nothing on those five, let's yeah, be honest.
0: as though they were your mates, you know, just catching up on a Saturday yeah. lunchtime. Yeah, and it was eating fantastic. a sandwich off camera. Yeah. <laughs> Always watching Merce like getting his BLT, and yeah. then it was like there was one week where the tomato wasn't there. And it was like, oh, what's what's going on? And then there was that week. There was the great week Jeff got a call live <laughs> on air from Sky, like trying to sell him something. <laughs> but yeah, as you say, this program, this program died with COVID, unfortunately, because yeah. obviously the the three lads got sacked, and that was that was. At death of the program at the time, I remember doing in the mud on it. At the yeah. time. But also because every game was shown live, there was no yes. reason to watch Soccer yeah. Saturday. Yeah. And Soccer Saturday is one of those as well. If you're going to a game, it'll be on whatever pub you're in. It'll be on it, whatever ground you're at. Yeah. Because no one was at the games, and if you wanted to watch a team, you could just sit and put them on whatever Sky Sports channel it was at the time. Yeah. There's no need for this program, and anytime you did turnover you had Jeff and then someone sat two meters away from two meters away mm. there was only three people actually in the studio people in the room. like yeah. yeah um
1: but um but like there is nothing like there is absolutely nothing like blackout 3 p.m fixtures and the screen goes and Jeff then does some build up to like Palace scoring but like it's the way he builds it up in the description of like oh there. yeah, like there's no moment like that that you can experience in football like that on Soccer Saturday
0: and it is it's this thing of because you can't watch the game yes. all you have is that reaction from one guy and, and some the guy's saying goal
1: in the background the, yeah. and
0: then they all have like a quick look over just to see how good <laughs> that goal was or it is football goggle box but you need that cast it's the same issue I have with actual goggle box is that as soon I stopped watching that program because the cast that I enjoyed watching, it was like Leon and June and stuff. It was that early crowd, George and his family. As soon as they started being pushed out, (laughs) I stopped watching that program because I was like, these aren't the people that I care about their reaction. And even whenever there was certain weekends where like one or two may have been out, they would have drafted in like uh, McNulty or something. Mm. And he would just slot it in the place perfectly and now you just have people who it's just ex-professionals who just don't really have a personality about them. Yeah. And you can say what you want but all these people going about political correctness and all and trying to hit hit quotas that doesn't matter it's just like put in the best people there who are going to translate well, well listen, su- su- listen
1: su- Sue Smith is way better than most of those <laughs> let's be honest
0: oh, no. there, there's some bad ones on it these days and I feel I feel bad for Jeff because he now does have to finish off the season and people will tune in now because they're like oh I need to experience Jeff while he's still presenting yeah, this yeah but then you're going to sit there and watch it with it. A subpar cast, mm. and every time you're watching it, you're gonna be like, right, where's the other four? I really hope, like, for the last couple of weeks, to bring them back. Sky can you know put the hands up and be like, oh, I want to see Jeff going top.
1: There's no way that Tiss comes back. Let's be honest. I know,
0: and that's disappointing. It really is. Yeah, uh, but elsewhere, he did say in his statement there he's not retiring, so it'll be interesting to see where actually ends up because he clearly knows what he's going to go on to next
1: i, I reckon it will be like be in sports or something probably to be honest
0: well because he's always said i always remember a few years back people there was headlines about it uh that he was retiring because he said he just want he, he spends most of his time in portugal now hmm. so probably will be something like that he'll probably find his way to like amazon or be in yeah you know, he'll, he'll yeah. take he'll take the retirement package here <laughs> his pension out of it yeah but hopefully, like one of them companies is like sensible enough to be like, let's get Jeff in, but also get Charlie. Let's get Phil. Let's get Matisse. Yeah. Let's get Mercer, you know, get yeah. the band back together. Yeah. So we'd only say it's gonna be it's gonna be sad. Rip in peace soccer Saturday. Yeah. It's a, it's a dead program. You know we're not gonna get any more of Jeff. Uh, and and Cami, where Cami goes, you're right, Carly. <laughs> and, uh, Jeff goes. Uh, I'm not Cartley, but uh, thanks for calling me out anyway. You know stuff that's.
1: I know, I know. Yeah, it's a, a p- sad day.
0: R.I.P. Soccer Saturday. I'll I'll tune in every now and then for Jeff now, but say at the end of this season. No, I'd it, say it. it, it's the it'll be my same reaction like that. BT Sports score, but yeah, that wraps us up for another week. We've got one more uh, week to go, and then another international break. So well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah next weekend is Manchester Derby confusing one because it's lunchtime kickoff but it's on Sky Sports
1: wonder how much they haggled for that
0: oh, you never know with Sky clearly next season they're going to have the, the Jeff Stelling budget so a few more quid to flirt about but yeah that is us any final thoughts Chris?
1: Um, how the 4-0 love it <laughs> see you next week